You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. Isaiah 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Well, this is a Christmas verse, and with that comes the danger of familiarity. Just this past Sunday, I went to a performance of Handel's Messiah, and they sang this, Unto us a child is born. We know these words. But if we only see them as Christmas classics that are sung once a year, maybe at a church Christmas program right between the violin solo and the children's group that sings Away in a Manger, if that's all this verse is, then we risk missing a life-giving message. So notice that this verse starts with the word for. It is in defense of something. It's giving a reason why something is true. And it's not super common for us to talk this way in modern times, but it would be something like this. If someone's worried about how much food you have for a party, you might say, we're going to have plenty of food, for we just went to Costco. When you say, for we just went to Costco, you're giving credibility to the confidence you have that you're going to have enough food. And that's what this verse is doing. When it says, for unto us a child is born, it's giving a credible reason why the things that come before it are true. And what comes before this verse is a really big problem, and then a great solution, and then verse 6 is the reason why we can trust it. So here are some of the words that this text uses to describe the problem. It says in verse 1, but there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. So whatever the problem was, it was gloomy. Verse 2 describes the problem as people living in a land of deep darkness, or as the King James Version says, the land of the shadow of death. Verse 4 speaks of burdens and the rod of the oppressors. Verse 5 describes a gory battle. So the problem is that we live in the land of darkness. That land is not just one location on this earth. It's the whole world throughout all of history ever since the Garden of Eden. We are the people living in the land of darkness. Just look back on your experience of 2022. You've seen some darkness. You've struggled to find the path. You've seen the darkness in your own life, in your own home, and you've certainly seen it in the world around us where there is just unending pain and poor choices and brokenness. We are the people living in the land of darkness. That's the problem. And the good news of the Christmas message is to those who dwell in the land of darkness, a light has dawned. So listen to the good news as Isaiah 9 describes it. This is verse 2 through 5. This is what comes right before verse 6. For unto us a child is born. And listen for the hopeful words like light shining and joy and oppression broken and victory. Here's what we read. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them a light has shone. You have multiplied the nations. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulders, the rod of his oppressors, you have broken as on the day of Midian. 
For every boot of the trampling warrior in the battle of tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. So this is triumphant good news for those who are in darkness or who are oppressed. And why is this good news true? Why should we trust it? For unto us a child is born. That's what gives credibility to all the good news of the Christmas message. Why should I trust that a light is dawning? Why should I trust that joy is coming? Why should I trust that my burdens will be lifted? Why should I trust that the rod of my oppressors will be broken? For unto us a child is born. It is the truth that God so loved the world that he sent his only son. It is this reality that guarantees to us the victory of good over evil. We don't have to look to something in the future to give credibility to all the promises of God. We look to something that is already accomplished. It's a historical reality. For unto us a child is born. He lived and he died. He rose again. And this is why we can trust that light shines in our darkness. See, it's because of the gloom and the darkness and the oppression that we need a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and a prince of peace. So I imagine that God has many messages that he intends to speak to us in this Christmas season. And one of those is that light still shines in the darkness. Wherever Jesus is, there is light. Receive that light. Let that light come into your dark thoughts. Let the light into the darkness in your home. Let that light into the darkness of your work environment. And as we let that light into us, we become one of those people who shines that light of Jesus into the darkness all around us. For those who live north of the equator, Christmas is near the darkest day of the year. And the more north you go, the more you notice it. I'm here in Alaska, and this time of year, the sun starts setting before it's done rising. So we feel the darkness. But even in this time of year, on a clear day, around 10, 10.30 in the morning, when that sun finally comes up, it's a beautiful thing. And when it's up, it does not fail to light up the darkness. It reflects bright off the snow that covers the ground. And for a few hours, this place sparkles. For unto us a child is born. What we have in Jesus is a spiritual sunrise. For those who dwell in the land of darkness have seen a great light. This section of scripture concludes with the sound of triumph. Verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you for listening to Speak, Lord. We're spending a few weeks focusing on the Christmas message. And I want to let you know about something that's coming out Christmas Day. We've prepared a Speak, Lord story as a Christmas special. So I encourage you to plan ahead to make time in your Christmas festivities to listen to the Speak Lord story. Maybe you could gather some family around and you could listen together and have a good discussion about what you hear. 
It's a story that helps us appreciate what God has done for us, and it calls us to live more fully in his story. So look for that Speak Lord Christmas special on Christmas morning.